Hey, I'm Nathan. I'm a professional video editor, and I've done all sorts of stuff from movies, YouTube videos, and all sorts of, all sorts of stuff like that. Okay, that sounds like a wide range of video editing, so I'm just curious. I don't know if you give, like, the elevator pitch. Like, how did you wind up video editing when somebody asks you, how did you get into that? What is your next What is your next description? Uh, oh, you want me to redo it? No, no, no. No, that was really oh. good. No, sorry. That was my first. That was my, that's totally my oh. first question. Oh, my God. Okay. My bad, my bad. Oh, no, you're good. So I'm just curious. So that, no, what you described to me makes perfect sense. I'm I'm actually just curious. So crap. Okay. So how'd you get into that? Got it. Okay. I'll read. I'll read do it. <laughs> okay, sure. Hey, I'm Nathan. I'm a professional video editor and I've done all sorts of stuff from movies to TV shows to even YouTube videos. <clears throat> and... How did you get started with that? Like, what was what did you start with, and how did you sort of evolve to each new kind of angle on editing? So, I actually started video editing when I was in elementary school, probably around second or third grade. Yeah, it, it's it, it all started out when I started a Minecraft YouTube channel, just my name, Nathan Johnson. It's not up to this day, but <laughs> I see. <laughs> I started. So you took it down. Okay, it's gone now. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It was my name though, so it was like my friends would just look me up, and I, it was searchable. I got up to like two hundred subscribers, but I, I, I would, I would do video editing on that. You know, a little probably what is it, eight or nine year old just making Minecraft videos. I don't even know why my parents allowed it, but they did. <laughs> I started on the the Corel Video Studio, uh, ninth edition or something like that. My parents got it for me uh, for Christmas, and and then after that, uh, I think I I took down that YouTube channel a few years later. No, you know, no, my parents took down that YouTube channel a few years later because I I mentioned my friend in it, and I was like, you know, elementary school drama, and they ended up taking it down because the mom of the kid was all upset and. Yeah, <laughs> funny. Like it, it's just funny looking back, and that's how I started, and that's how things were. But then after that, I got into more stuff. Like my my mom was the principal of the, my elementary and middle school at the time, and then she moved up to my high school principal uh, when I went to high school, and then was the superintendent through some of my high school. Um, but when I was in elementary and middle school, she was the principal, so she would contract me to do things like uh, talent shows and like yeah advertisements and all sorts of stuff for the school and like. The, I, I think like the they would pay me like oh, like a fifty dollar subway gift card <laughs> like every time I would I would do a video and that was actually a big lump sum of money at the time or especially for subway because subway is like the only restaurant we have in our town it, the town is two thousand people uh, so subway is like the only place we go to eat oh fifty dollar gift card that got me through a few weeks each time. <laughs> Uh, were they, was she having you uh, film and edit? In other words, were you heavy duty just like setting up and making sure to capture the stuff and learning how to do the live event? Or was a lot of it like <clears throat> going back and putting in music and like interstitial slides? And I think maybe once I did recording, but like I've, I've never done recording before. So they <laughs> ever. just give you the video. Yeah, that's, that's how my career has always been, just sitting in my room. <laughs> Right, it started sitting in your room playing video games, and it ends with people sending you the video and editing it. <laughs> why do you like, why did you kind of get attached to editing more than a lot of people want to set the shots, a lot of people want to get the film and then hand it off? Why do you think you like editing? Um, yeah, that's, a, that's kind of a complicated question, but Ooh. with editing, I like 
to take videos that are already made because like initially it was gaming so I didn't want anything to do with actual live events or something like that it was just initially gaming and then I loved to see how I could turn the like the initial raw video into something cool with music and at the time it wasn't very much like a Minecraft video but it was just the coolest thing ever to be able to be like oh wait I can just cut that out because I don't like it or like I, this, this could have some music to it, and that was just the coolest thing ever. And it led me to a, a lifetime of improving everything I could. <laughs> um, I'm curious in the video editing you do now, if you really like taking the raw video and like really crafting it. Do you ever like craft it so much that the final result are like, you need to ramp this back, it's too <laughs> much music, or it's too many effects, or do they ever complain about like it's too polished or there's too much happening? I've never had a complaint to where there's too much happening, but I, I do see it in my mind, and, like, this is very similar to what Mr. Beast is going through, of, like, he just keeps on trying to improve, and he doesn't really see it as perfect enough until there's, like, a million hours invested into a video, and it gets to the point of, if you just, if I just submitted it maybe a hundred hours ago, it might have been fine, but now I'm this deep, and I'm just trying to improve and improve and improve, and then I'll have consistent clients, like gaming clients, each time the video will be better and better, and it'll get to a point of just where do I go from here, and then I'll spend way too long on a video, and... <laughs> I'm of two thoughts on that because I just had, I just went to a conference and somebody brought up the 80, 20 rule. And it's the thing about 80% of the effort is spending on getting it the last 20% of the way. And for some people, like I think you're saying, <clears throat> you know, you're spending a lot of time on the last 20, you've got the first 80, boom, you know how to do it. It's smooth flow, but you're trying to like get better and get it great. And I can never, I know that's a balance between am I spending too much time on this or am I having fun getting better at this? How do you figure out where that line is on each individual project? I'm getting better at it of just trying to nail it down of, you know what, this is enough. Uh, they're only paying me this much. I put this many hours. I've tried to calculate it because all, all the stuff I do is flat rate. It's like someone will pay me $400 for a gaming video or whatever, and I just calculate it out. If I do it this much, $40 an hour. And by then, it's just like, I if I'm going to do more improving, it's not worth it for my time. And I, it, it sounds a little scummy with the with the whole money thing, but in, in the end, it's it's my job, and I have to view it as that. <laughs> so as much as much as I uh, like improving, I have to limit myself. What do the people who ask you to edit their videos? So if these are gamers, so they're playing games and they're probably streaming live and they're like, I want to craft this into something, but I don't want to do it or I don't have the skills right now. Um, where do you how much of that stuff do you do for people what they want and how much passion project stuff do you do now? Oh yeah, that's that's actually a really good question. When when someone sends me a video, I have clients that will literally send me the entire script and note by note in Google Docs comment on every single line of the script. This is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. I, I just did a video for that client this morning and it's just like no creativity at all from my end. It's it's just getting the job done. But then I also have clients where they're just like, make it look good. <laughs> Is that way more fun or are they both kind of fun meeting more, exactly what somebody wants or? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's more fun to do it in the in the way of I can do whatever I want, but it's a lot more relieving when I just have it already for me of just like like this one guy, he sends me the links to B-roll. I don't have to go search for B-roll. It's, it's just like just straight up get the job done. He just doesn't know how to use a video editing software. Yeah. So, <laughs> I do mean, it's more fun, yeah. 
do any of your clients want to learn how to do it? Like any, are there any of them, do they ask you a lot of how to questions or do you really have clients who are like, I already know I don't want to do this. It's not my wheelhouse. Oh, in video editing you're saying? Yeah. yeah uh, I, I just had one client that he's just like, I don't have the budget for video editing. I was wondering if you could teach me a little bit. I, I, I got on a zoom call with him for about 30 minutes and I taught him the ins and outs of uh, DaVinci Resolve because that's a free software. And uh, yeah, I, I like to be nice about it because some of the clients I have are 50 subscriber YouTube channels. Some of them are, 100,000 subscriber YouTube channels. Some of them are film and TV show clients. But like when I get to the smaller people, not only do I not charge as much, but I'll, I'm a lot more lenient to, if you don't want to continue with me, I, I have another editor I can give you. He's probably like 15 bucks a pop while I'm like 150. <laughs> so... So you could feel if somebody comes to you and you're like, I can't work for that rate, you have other people you sort of can funnel it to. Even if they agree to that rate, I just know it won't work out in the long run. And I'm I'm really about the long run of if is this client going to be with me for six months? If not, it's not worth mine or their time. And if it, they're a 30 subscriber YouTube channel, they're probably going to run out of motivation and funds by next week. So... <clears throat> What do the clients, so it sounds like you probably run the gamut spectrum of people who have done this a lot and they've worked with freelancers through their video editing or in-house people and they know what they want and they, they know how much they need to pay for it all the way to people who have never edited a video and they don't know anything about it. What do clients not understand? What does it seem like the big barriers that they don't get that you have to explain to them about either the process or the final, what the final result's going to look like? Um, graphics are a big piece of that and they don't understand how long it takes to just construct a little lower third or something. Um, but a lot of the clients are just like, can you just do it for $80? I'm like, I really can't give you a price point. I have to see how long it takes me. And usually what I do is the first video for a client I do hourly. It's just like, this took me 10 hours to do. I'm charging you $35 an hour. You owe me $350. Uh, so that, that's normally how I price it. And then from then on, it's a flat rate of every video they send me. If it takes me longer or shorter, it's still that flat rate just to make it easier. But they don't they don't understand just like how they don't understand how to price it in the first place. And they're just looking for a video that fits their budget. And if they're if they're looking for something really complicated with a low budget, then they should probably go to a lower editor or I don't know. The other way around works, too. It, it's kind of hard to explain, but. I'm sure you use After Effects, or do you You have After Effects? Oh, literally. Um, so I hand off my podcast stuff. I hand off my podcast <laughs> like an audio engineer. He uses Pro Tools because he started in the music world, and so he learned Pro Tools, and so he uses Pro Tools. So he has a way higher level of sophistication that I could get. I use Audacity. So that's like I'm down <laughs> at the bottom. I'm in the open source software playing thing. I don't. I do almost nothing. <clears throat> He takes out the ums and ahs and he makes, he gets the stuff in the right levels and does all that. Um, I'm real loose about that. So that's why I, I was wondering what the, what the, uh, the spectrum was there. Um, do you still like it now as much as you did when you were a kid? How is it different now when you're editing for clients versus when you were just doing it for fun? Um, yeah, that, that's funny. I get asked that a lot. Just I was just on a podcast I think, two weeks ago, and the yeah. first question was, tell me something that no, no one really knows about you. And my answer was, I don't really like editing that much. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I find it fun to like improve or whatever and like, and like you know, try to make videos better. Yeah. I do like seeing the outcome, but there are times where I spend 10 hours on a project. And I'm just like, what, what am I doing? I don't want to do this. Um, so I, I've got to the point where, uh, I, I was telling you a little about this in my message on Reddit on, 
I, I hire, uh, like, beginner video editors, uh, and not audio engineers, but uh, video editors that also know audio, and uh -huh. I hire them to do the, the, the very, the heavy time work of, it spends probably, so if, if a client gives me a two-hour VOD from Twitch and they want it turned into a YouTube video, I'll, I'll give my video to, his, his name is Ty, he does, um, he'll go through and he'll cut up the video into a 10-minute video where then I can go and do all the advanced stuff that I actually find somewhat fun. Okay. Um, but I, I, I just hate going through videos and chopping them up. I, I hate the time-consuming stuff. I love, I just love, I love the after effects and, you know, making cool things. But <laughs> when it comes to just chopping things up, you know, that got boring in third grade. Okay, so this, I get it. You developed a skill. You found out the skill was marketable. Your mom helped you get get you into mm -hmm. the business with your first gigs. And you're like, oh, this is marketable. I can make money at that. As you do this and you know, I can make money at this, but it's not my favorite thing to do. Is that good enough? And you have time for the things you want to do outside? Or do you have another career you're thinking about five, 10 years in the future? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, short term, I just got a job offer from Ben Shapiro. Uh, I don't oh, know if you nice! Know who that is. Yeah, I so, do. Yeah, yeah. I'm it, I'm in a situation of I have a big whiteboard in my room right now. I could probably send you a picture, but that'd be really funny for the podcast to go up. Uh, well, no, it's not a video podcast. That wouldn't work. But it's a big thing of I'm tracking every single goal I want to hit in my life. And does moving to Florida to work for Ben Shapiro really benefit me in the long run? It's it's good money, but it's across the country. I live in Wisconsin. That's Florida all the way across the country. So I'm just, I'm really tracking of, am I better off staying here in a lower income state doing freelance work and this stuff, or do I want to move to Florida to get a stable, higher paying job? But yeah, to answer your question for the long run, real estate, <laughs> real estate. And um, I know that's a pretty broad answer. Right now, uh, I own two vending machines and two claw machines that I have on location. So I'm just getting my feet wet and physical things because I got bored looking at a screen. Um <laughs> But um, so that, it, yeah, that, so I'm curious. So it actually feels good to like drive out to a machine and pull the yes. stuff out, put <laughs> stuff in, and use your yeah. body and hands for something. It's like I'll, I'll collect fifty dollars profit from a soda machine, and it feels better than collecting eight hundred dollar check from a video editing job. <clears throat> oh, so then do you think you might actually like the job of being like? landlord where you're like you're kind of a little more physically involved in a so it doesn't would you like that being more physically involved with a property or you just like the fact that it's a nice passive income stream yeah yeah i i do like the passive income part and that's that's part of why i'm doing it, is i want to get to real estate sooner rather than later while i'm video editing you can't really get into real estate full time right away so i am really looking forward to that passive income stream but I, I do love the physical stuff. Like, um, <laughs> honestly, I, I want to go get like a construction job right now just to get out of this, get out of my room. But <laughs> uh, yeah, but driving out to the vending machines and stuff like that, it's it, it's really fun and I'm finding it fun. So I think the, the physical property real estate, maybe getting into, I've been thinking about car washes, laundromats, that, that's, part of, that's part of real estate that people don't really think about is those are more of, you're not really running a business, you're just kind of managing the property. But stuff like that is what I'm really looking forward to getting into.